Cocoa Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Cocoa Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics, so get on board. Listen, learn, live. Welcome to the Cocoa Express Show. It is Aurelia time. Today, I am the special guest. And we're not going to have a really long show because we're going to have a heart-to-heart chat. And the subject matter is fear. Um, I'm not sure if a lot of you know that a lot of the um, show topics and, and show dialogue and conversation, they're born out of my dreams. Um when I'm sleeping, all these different concepts and ideas kind of roll in my head, and, and I sleep with a notebook, so I write these things down. And I have to say that they've all been pretty good, and I don't always share some of the concepts and stuff with folks because a, a lot of times people kind of think that you're a little wacky when you do. And I have learned from my experiences through this life that certain conversations cannot be had with certain people because they will be held against you. But today, I want to talk about fear and how it, it it has just kind of paralyzed us. I can't even say paralyzed, but it has made us immobile in some ways in regards to some things in our lives, outside of our lives, in the world in general. And I posted up some pictures also um, associated with this particular uh, segment and they're pictures of things that we really should be fearful of, the end of the world, nuclear war, and, you know, like riots and stuff of that nature. Those are things that we should be fearful of. But I'm taking it down to a, a little more um, elementary level for you. And I'm going to start with what is fear. The dictionary defines fear as a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, pain, etc., whether the threat is real or imagined, or the fear of or conditions of being afraid. The clinical definition per psychology today goes like this. Fear is a vital response to a physical and emotional danger. If we don't feel it, we couldn't protect ourselves from legitimate threats. But often we fear situations that are far from life or death and thus hang back for no reason. And then there's trauma. Trauma or bad experiences can trigger a fear response within us that is hard to quell. Yet exposing ourselves to our personal demons is the best way to move past them. So some believe, and that's according to the psychology today. And you're probably saying, what does this all mean and why is she sharing it with us? Well, I don't know about you, but I have wrestled with fear of many things in many forms in my life. And at this time in the world, there are a great many things that are happening that are arousing or will arouse that antenna to pop up and kind of like start flaring itself. Now, if we carefully examine the definitions that i just given you, um, it will explain a great deal about all that's happening, perhaps allowing us the um, ability to be able to find solutions. 
Some may disagree and want to challenge my position once I've given it. And in some cases, once I have given that position, I will admit that corrections should be made. But at the heart of the matter, the core of everything we're experiencing today is based on fear. And, you know, what does fear look like? I mean, fear is displayed in so many different forms in so many different ways. I mean, you don't always look at it, look at it or think of it as something titled or, or considered a fear. An individual fear could be in the form of seeing something you want so bad that the notion of having it scares you. People sabotage their careers and opportunities for success because they fear the success that they want so badly. I mean, you've seen it played out countless times. I'm going to just, you know, focus in on, put the microscope and magnifying glass on athletes. I mean, look at it. Time and time again, you've seen athletes who we put on pedestals that we really shouldn't do, but we should reward and acknowledge the time, effort, and talent that they do have. Um, they fear what comes with that success, and they create these barriers, and the barriers are in the forms of doing things that really, really, really is against everything that they've worked so hard for. We often say, I wonder what they were thinking. And perhaps it is fear of that success that causes and creates all that commotion in their lives. I can give you another example from a personal perspective, and it doesn't have anything to do with sports. I mean, I worked on Wall Street for a very long time and um, for a bank that no longer exists, but that would be a lot of banks nowadays, you know. And I had a colleague who was afraid of the people that he worked with. And he would keep his head down, or when he had to hand you something, his hand would shake. And we had to interact a lot. And whenever I had to talk to him, you know, he would just have his head down. He would never really look at me or anything. And it made it kind of difficult for us to be able to interact with each other because of the simple fact that, he was just so fearful, afraid, guarded. And um, I extended myself and I, I said, hey, would you like to go to lunch one day? And so we went to lunch and, you know, and I let him talk and he said some things and we chatted and he said some things that were kind of alarming. But I had to just listen and 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 allow myself to be open-minded so I can understand where it was coming from. And this individual is from Bensonhurst, and you may or may not have heard of that area. And things have changed since that time when we worked together. And, he, you know, one statement that he made one time, he said that black people weren't invented until the 1950s. And I had to ask him, where did he get this information from? And why did he, you know, why did he run from people in the office? You know, I just wanted to understand. And... You know, we went to lunch a few more times and, 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 you know, before I was transferred to another department. And each time I noticed a less fearful person, a more relaxed person. And he was really a cool guy, a really cool person and everything. It's just that his understanding of things was not a true understanding of things. And, you know, I hope you know, this is bringing home my point. Because I know I may say something one particular way, you may hear it and translate it another way. So my point that I'm trying to make is, 
he didn't have interactions with the people that he feared. So his fear, based on what he was taught and told, was dictating his life and making him act a certain way. Once he had a better understanding and was far more educated, he was able to be who he needed to be based on his experience. Which leads me to education and how fear plays a huge role in how we are taught and what we are taught to believe. That in turn dictates how we interact and and treat each other. And, you know, but all of this, I could say all of this and, and, and bring out and bring out these points and bring up these points in, in so many different ways, but it doesn't change the fact that we need to know what do we do about it. And as you can see from many of the experiences that are going on now, things have spiraled out of control and there's going to be a huge degree of difficulty in trying to stamp out all the fireworks that are being set off or have been set off. But what we can do, what we really can do, we can commit to try. I know it's easier said than done. It's always easier said than done. But on the individual level, it's our duty to fix ourselves. We have to analyze our fears, see if they are rooted in fact or fiction. Then we have to take action to correct them. It's up to us to correct ourselves. You know, when I was growing up, my grandmother used to drive me bananas because she had this daily mantra. I didn't get it as a kid. I kind of understood a little bit, but I really didn't get it, get it until I started to get older. And I guess in some cases with age, there's wisdom. And she would say, charity starts at home, charity spreads abroad. And I get that. I really get it now. You know, and that's something we really need to just start embracing and understanding. We have to treat each other right and be good to ourselves and understand ourselves and know ourselves totally and completely before we step out the door because that's once we step out the door, that stuff we got, we bring with us. We take it with us and we share it, whatever it is, good, bad, or indifferent, with everybody that we encounter. And we have to, we just really have to get a grip and understand and be more educated. You know, educated as far as what we see, read, hear, and learn, and educated as far as what we know about ourselves. Now, there are some things I may not know. I might not ever have the ability or the opportunity to get to know some things. But there are some things that I know for sure, and I'm going to end with this. I know that we all bleed red blood. We all need oxygen to breathe, and the oxygen helps the blood. And we are all sustained by water because the water helps the blood flow through the body and so on and so forth. And if we fear another, all we are doing is fearing our own self. We fear ourselves when we fear others. That's it, plain and simple. So that's all that I have to say. Um, join me on Wednesday when we will be back with our regular shows and other guests. And I'm going to come back every now and again and kind of chat about things like this on occasion as I observe and see the things that are going on. I just have to say to each and every one of you, 
Be well. Be good to yourselves. Follow your dreams. Don't let anyone try to steer you away from them because those dreams, those are the things that you are destined to do, that you will put on this planet for, that can potentially help somebody. So have a great weekend, and God bless. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.